0: Well, the World Economic Forum every year releases a report on gender equality, uh, assessing four main areas. Health, education, economic participation, and political empowerment. I think most people can say women are better off today than generations ago, but still a long ways to go. And to find out more about the uh, WEF global gender gap report we're very pleased to have joining us a spokesperson for the world economic forum sadia zaidi hello
1: hi hello how are you
0: i'm doing great thank you so much for joining us i suppose an overview of this report uh, how have things improved if if at all uh, compared to the previous year so I think the
1: good news is that uh, there is improvement. Um, out of the 109 countries that we've been able to cover since the, the day that we started this um, 10 years ago, um, 104 of them uh, have actually been improving. So for the majority of the world, there is progress, but that progress is incredibly slow. So there are countries like Iceland that have moved ahead with 10 percentage points, but for most countries, that's not the case. And particularly if we look at economic participation, that's an area where the world has made incredibly little progress on average, only Mm. 3% in 10 years.
0: Now, according to the report, uh, the gender pay gap is expected to close by 2133. We're talking about um, 18 years from now. What does the world need to do to once and for all eliminate that pay gap?
1: So the pay gap emerges due to various reasons. One of them is because women are often uh, taking on lower paid professions. Now there's a question mark about whether those professions become lower paid because women are concentrated in them or because they're lower paid to begin with. And then the second reason is actual discrimination in the workplace. And that second one um, actually shows up remarkably consistently across um, across the the index and its data and that's where transparency helps, accountability helps, um, and putting these regulations in place um, and asking companies to disclose their um, pay information um, certainly goes a long way.
0: Now, the economic difficulties all around the world certainly have taken their toll in, in various facets of the global economy, uh, namely also uh, the uh, pay gap between men and women, certainly no exception to that. Uh, do you feel that uh, the progress is too slow, or as you've been able to gauge the data over the years, um, most of these trends are pretty expected?
1: Now, it depends on where you are in the world. Um, of course, uh, the, the progress looks quite differently. But I think one thing to maybe note is there's certainly some effects from the financial crisis. But there are more recent effects, more recent dips in the economic gender gap that may be the result of the automation and other changes that are taking place in the labor market.
0: When we talk about the top countries, and often, I'm sure, (laughs) uh, as you've been able to observe, whenever there are these rankings type of situations with societal uh, equality or economic happiness, uh, the Nordic countries, the Scandinavian countries uh, seem to always rank uh, at the top would that be the the case also for at at least gender equality as well?
1: Yeah, they have they do perform extremely well, and of course this is an index that is trying to distinguish between high income countries um, and and levels of development as compared to the gender gap. And despite us controlling for the level of development, controlling for the, high, the level of income, these countries still come out near the top. They really have made gender equality a consistent part of their development process over the last years, uh, and not only since they became high-income countries. And then in addition to that, they, of course, are small economies with a limit on the amount of talent that they have internally, mm. and they have tried to ensure that um, all of that talent is being used, uh, not just the male half.
0: So when we talk about those countries, we're talking about Sweden, Norway, etc.?
1: Iceland is the number one mm-hmm. country, and Sweden, Norway, um, and Finland are, are following next. The only country uh, from the Nordics that has fallen uh, down the rankings is is Denmark, um, but it has spent uh, quite some time in the top ten before this.
0: Interesting. Um here in Korea, many people take these global rankings quite seriously. It is a source of pride for them, and and uh, the media reporting was quite, I suppose, uh, evoking a sense of dismay about how low South Korea ranked, one hundred fifteenth out of one hundred forty-five countries. Can can you kind of uh, go through the South Korea ranking and why it does rank so low?
1: Sure. So I think um, that the, the rankings have to be distinguished from scores. And um, when we look at the health and survival pillar, um, by, by m- most standards, um, even though the ranking is quite low, uh, the country has uh, almost closed the health gap. Mm. On education, it's a very similar um, situation. Because so many countries are doing so well on education, when you do the rankings, I know it comes out at 102, but again, in essence, that education gender gap could be considered closed or very close to being closed. However, where there's really a major gap, um, and this is in comparison to other countries, um, um, 125 on economic participation. What that roughly translates to is that women have about 56% of the economic opportunity that men have. So there's clearly a very wide gap there. The labor force participation gap um, places Korea at uh, number 90. Uh, The wage gap, it places Korea at 116. And then of course, um, the presence of women in senior leadership positions uh, is another clear issue with Korea being at 113. And then, of course, political empowerment, Mm -hmm. Um, and that is where, again, the world as a whole is doing pretty badly, but Korea's score is below average at about uh, 11% of the gap being closed, whereas the world's average is 23% of the gap being closed. So everyone needs to be performing better,
0: but that's where Korea is ranking in. Yeah, and really, no matter how you parse the data, it does look like Korea has a lot of work to do to improve. Um, The the countries that rank below Korea, many of them are uh, from the Middle East. Uh, Some people say here in Korea as well, there is maybe a a cultural uh, type of uh, factor at play here. What can Korea do to address uh, this gender gap?
1: Well, you know, culture is, is made up of, of uh, society. It's made up of interaction between women and men, and culture changes over time. And so um, part of what um, other countries have done, including the Nordics, is create uh, policies that will help address uh, the division of labor at home and the division of labor at work. And so policies such as uh, paternity leave and child care policy or child care benefits, um, the availability of crushes, these are all things that impact um, whether women and men, so both sets of parents, are able to better balance their duties between family life and work life. So these are some of the policies that have been applied. And then, of course, there are other countries that have gone down the route of quotas, that have gone down the route of legislating, uh, that companies – provide transparent information um not just about wages but mm. also about the presence of women throughout their hierarchies. So there are several policy experiments happening around the world that could be looked at. Now of course in Korea we've actually been working um with um the the, the government and with some of the business community to um set out um what Companies could be doing, and there are a number of um, voluntary commitments that companies have made—over eighty of them—to um, try to close this economic gender gap.
0: Well, certainly a lot to think about there. Uh, that is all the time we have. Thank you so much for joining us. Really learned a lot. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye bye. Spokesperson for the World Economic Forum, Sadia Zahidi. Seoul City News. Up next.